Welcome back to the No Clue Podcast, episode 114. We are back. We I'm are one back. of your hosts. I'm Mike. I'm Tyler. Uh, rest in peace. Uh, Eddie Van Halen um, died. Uh, yeah. He was he was pretty young too, wasn't he? Yeah, it was such a 60s. sudden. Uh, I was reading like his health problems were so sudden as far as getting really bad. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. yeah, man, 2020 just keeps on keeps on punching. Only 65. It's crazy. All right. Uh, <clears throat> we're you starting with the finals. Yeah, we have to. All right. Uh, it's it's good that we got a chance to see Game Four. Yeah. Uh, because Game Four, I think, would have really kind of changed the narrative, depending on the outcome. Yep. Uh, but I've been impressed with Miami, to be honest with you. You want to start with Game Three? Yeah. Okay. Miami had a good blueprint in that Game Three to beat the Lakers. One thing uh-huh. that's interesting with the Lakers, like, we talk often about how big they are, how great of a rebounding team they could be. Yeah. But it's almost like they either, they go all out for rebounds. So they're yeah. like, we're either going to get offensive rebounds or you're going to get easy opportunities at the other end. Right. Because you see it, like, their guards are crashing. They literally have everybody out there crashing, often except LeBron. Yep. LeBron is always ready for either the outlet or the break, yeah. breakout. And in Game 3, I thought Miami did a really good job of boxing out, uh, being physical in those like messy possessions. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, I mean, the other blueprint we've talked about extensively, Jimmy Butler was full-time aggressive. Full-time aggressive. Finally. I don't understand. Four games, and we've seen it once. Let me give you a quick stat that I researched, and it's not that major of a stat because their record has been, you know, good the whole playoffs. But they're undefeated when Jimmy shoots twenty shots, nineteen plus, nineteen or more shots. They are undefeated in the playoffs. Every team. They beat the Bucks one once with it, Boston twice, and then um, this Laker game. You know what it is? For a while, we couldn't really point to why Miami struggles offensively. Mm-hmm. But it's because Jimmy Butler like doesn't take control of the game. Yes. And what's frustrating is Drogic, who's not as good of a player, would often have to do it for Butler. Right. And Drogic, if his, like, uh, if his luck isn't there... They're in trouble. And when yeah. I say luck, I don't mean like he's a lucky, like completely lucky, but he has to hit like two magic magician shots per game yeah. for them to make it, you know? Yeah, man. And it's just been, it's really been noticeable when Butler's not aggressive that Dragic isn't out there. Yeah. Because they have no ball handling. You feel the youth. You feel the youth in how they create shots for each other. Yeah. I mean, dude, that's like bad ball handler 101. Oh, I can't get open off the dribble. I'm going to run a handoff. I mean, that's like, dude, you kill. If you if you play pickup all the time, and I used to before, you know, quarantine, yeah. dude, people could not guard handoffs. Right. 
Because it requires, you know, talking. It requires actually playing solid defense. And that yeah. seems, Miami seems to fall back to just handoffs, handoffs, handoffs. Right. Like, dude, I I get it. I get if Duncan Robinson curls, like, hard enough, he could get a shot. But it's often a terrible shot. Very often. And that, to me, like, they, they have a lot of guys out there who just can't get involved in the offense. Yeah, it's like um, they have to, like, uh, when Iguodala gets the ball, it's like a shock. Like, oh, wow, Iguodala's out there wide open in the corner. Yeah. It's not that he never gets it, like, in the flow of the offense. It's always like yeah. a breakdown and, oh, look in the corner, there's Iggy, you know? he's They play him at, like, that undersized playmaking center role. <laughs> And it's just ugly because he he doesn't like to shoot over seven footers, which I mean, you know, who would? Yeah, he he but plays almost like Draymond these... on the team. Yeah, it's just I'm... awkward, man. I can't remember the last time I've seen Iguodala take a shot in the paint that wasn't a dunk. It's either a dunk or a three. I've never seen him like no or he floaters. Just passes. He makes like too many passes. Yeah. Yeah. Which, at least in Game Four, was just a highlight of Miami, just overpassing the damn ball. Yep. Uh, but to me, again, we, we're talking about this because there's a simple solution to the problem. Very Jimmy, simple. Jimmy, enough, enough of this. Everybody eats nonsense. No, nobody's eating right now. Right. Take control of the game. Yep. The Lakers aren't even trying to strap pick and rolls. When LeBron picks up Jimmy. Jimmy calls for a screen. Even if it's not a good screen, LeBron switches off of him. Yeah. But Butler just kind of... Like, honestly, I don't know how else to explain it besides doesn't want to shoot the ball because that's what it looks like. Right. It does. Yeah. And very few times... I, I Like, I, he's gotten 10 assists both games, right? 10 yeah. plus? Yeah. But they're like... The amount of passing he does, he should have 20 assists, really. Right. He passes so many times, and just they make 10 of them. But a lot of the times, they're not to, like, really good shots. Like, he'll hit Crowder. He'll go all the way under the basket like he's Steve Nash. Yes. And come out and throw it to Crowder, and Crowder hits. He has to take a shot, like, in somebody's face, which isn't his thing. He's been hitting the three, but he's been hitting the wide open threes. So it was like it's, it's too much because then, like we said about Jokic, like I said, made the analogy to two K. Yeah. When Jokic eats early, the rest of the game is open up, but when Jimmy, Jimmy will pass early and then, like they're ready to defend him every time he wants to take a shot. Like I think the games he passes more, he takes the harder shots. Because now they're like, uh, they almost contain him. Instead of um, yeah, having to guard him w- straight up, yeah. so it's, it is counterproductive. Ends it's up just, being counterproductive. It's odd. It's odd for a guy who's so good at drawing fouls. He often drives and like before you can even tell that he would have gotten blocked, he's already deciding to pass the ball. Yeah. Yeah. And that to me, like in game three, I was like, okay, this is what they're gonna need until Dragic gets back. Right, and it doesn't have to be 40, but 20 shots, that's it. That's all we asked. Yes. And he took exactly, and they came out with the win. 
he had 40 on 20 shots. Uh, it doesn't get much more efficient than that. And listen, man, I, I love the memes. I especially love the, the white dude that dances with the glasses. But Tyler Hero, calm down. Yes. Please. It's getting way out of hand. Again, this is the Dragic injuries just is killing them, honestly. He's taken 18 shots three of the last four games. And it's so many bad ones. I mean, I understand Duncan Robinson as a three-point specialist. He really can't do anything but take threes. Yeah. And to his credit, he got like a layup or two uh, in game four. Yeah, he did. But Mm -hmm. Tyler Harrow is like the other playmaker out there with Butler a lot of the time. Yeah. And it takes him so long to get a shot. And he just plays with the ball. He kind of forces things that aren't there. Yeah. And it just kills any momentum they get. And he doesn't, like, one thing Robinson does, and, you know, I'll get to that later, but he opens his opens the lane up with his threes, you know? Yeah. Because he'll, you know, take four, make or miss, but that fifth one may be a pump fake, and then the lane is wide open. Yeah. And that's fine. But Hero is like, he hasn't found... He hasn't found his spots where he could say, okay, this is my bread and butter, and if this doesn't work, I'm going to be open for something else. I don't see that out of him. It's like he just is all over the place, and he's not getting anything good from going all over the place, you know? Yeah. <sighs> yeah. And he also, and you know, this is probably an issue with just him being a young player and not kind of fully developed physically, mm-hmm. but he... It's every, everything is finesse for him. To me, yeah. there's so many opportunities where if he goes into the body, boom, he's getting contact, two free throws. Right, and he's making them. But he wants to like he wants to float it sky high, or he wants to, you know, he tried that like same foot layup when AD was sprinting back in transition, <laughs> and he just lost the ball. Yeah. And I'm like, why are you trying to be cute? Either get in, like, kind of slow yourself down and get into AD or dunk the ball. Yeah, and and why did he put himself in such a position to not be able to come back and recover the ball? That was the weird thing to me. Yeah. I'm like, okay, you missed the layup. It's AD, you know, defensive player, you're runner-up. I get that. But don't float so far under the basket that you can't even get the rebound. You're the only one there. AD flew past them way before he shot it which was I just thought that was crazy and I forgot who it was ran way back afterwards to get the ball and he was laying on the ground that's one thing he does have to do is stop falling on the ground after every layup yeah every layup and like you said he, he does try to get finesse but he tries to get like the foul like it's okay to not get the and one yes Harden goes to the basket and has no you know, no plan of making a shot. Butler often does that too. Yeah, he does. No intentions of taking a shot at all. <laughs> They're just going to get fouled. And Harrow, he's he's good enough to do that. He has enough. Um, you know, he's dangerous enough that the teams, you know, will foul him. Yeah, and I just think again, Butler could fix so many other offensive problems, and he just doesn't seem to want to do that. Yeah, 
And, you know, the Lakers, I thought, for a while, had this problem in Game 4. But I want my... If anybody's going to take bad shots on the team, I want it to be my star player. Yes. Why, why is Kelly Olynyk going out there and, like, just <laughs> chucking? Dude, I think it was Game 2. Kelly Olynyk was taking all those, like, quick quick shot three. <laughs> Those ready shoot threes. Yes. I'm like, what are you doing? He's not even, dude. He's like a foot behind the line. <laughs> yeah. It just it blows my mind, and I couldn't note again. The first half of the series, I was watching, and I'm like, I don't understand why Miami constantly takes bad shots. Yeah. And then I'm seeing, and after game three, I'm like, well, if Jimmy Butler's aggressive, he takes those bad shots for them. Yes. And I, I thought he figured it out in Game 3, and it was just so disappointing to watch it yesterday, man. You know, the the Heat, the Lakers are, like, completely out-rolling the Heat. When I say that, I mean, like, the Lakers players, when we talked about it all season, we talked about it last podcast, everyone on the Lakers comes in and knows exactly what they're supposed to yes. do. Yes. And the Heat, you know, when a team does that, it works so well against a team who doesn't have that because I'm, even though it's like a offense defense thing, you have to have a role on defense too. I don't know who the like rim protector is on Miami. I mean, Bam does it sometimes, but it, I feel like that's not his necessarily his role. Like he yeah. makes some spectacular blocks, but he doesn't like do it enough that like I, I call him a rim protector, but no one else plays any defense at the rim. Not not a soul on but the team. But to me, I, I think they play zone a lot because of that. Yeah, but then, but it's like, I still don't think anyone really knows. I mean, they know how to play a zone, but it's like, they don't look like they're in their strengths even in the zone. Other than Jimmy, when they played Boston, he was at the top. Yeah. But, yeah. I thought they would play zone at the end of um, game four, and then... We saw what happened to Duncan Robinson. Yeah, I mean, the Lakers made it clear. Tyler Harrow and Duncan Robinson should not be out there in man defense. And why hasn't Spolstra seen that? I, that's that's where the concern is for me. I mean, he just got... The last three plays of the game, two of them were blow-bys on him. Easy ones. Yeah. I mean, in KCP, how often does he blow-by people? For KCP just like like took he just ripped through and went too. It's not like he gave him like a shimmy or a hezzy or a crossover. <laughs> yeah. He just like the most basic rip it through, take it to the basket, one two layup. I know, yeah, and Duncan is about the same height as him, right? Yeah, he just finishes over him because I mean you can't move your feet. And then Rondo at least gave him like a little. A little hesitation that, like, yeah. hard bounce hesitation that Rondo does. Yeah. And then it was just, it was just a layup, another layup. But that, there was just so many. That last five minute stretch in game four, I mean, to watch Rondo get, like, Tyson Chandler tip out after Tyson Chandler tip out, <laughs> I was like, like, what is happening here? Yeah. Like, somebody should be getting benched for that. Whoever's checking him, whoever's switching on him. You can't be allowing the same guy to get the same offensive rebound three plays in a row. And I really need to understand this rotation thing. 
Because Myers Leonard came out game three and played fantastic in the first quarter and never came back in at all. Didn't play at all the next game. Is um, is Derek Jones Jr. healthy? He, I think so. Where is he? he? Dude, yeah, he got cooked the first, like, a couple plays in game one, and Spolster just threw him away. And Kendrick Nunn. But Kendrick oh. Nunn is who you trust. <laughs> That's that's where the rotation questions I completely agree with. Ken, like he, Kendrick Nunn has one move and it's the little pump fake, and then he just goes reckless at the basket. And it happens. It's all he does. Sometimes he can pull up pretty quickly. Yeah, sometimes. It, but where has it been the last? I'm, si- two games? I'm sick of him missing short every shot. Every shot. Yeah. I'm sick of it. Like it, it's the same. Like he misses the same way. Solomon Hill comes out there and gets like a little short chance, and you know he plays pretty good defense while he's out there. But that's but it. this is this is why I think Vogel has done a better job on the role coaching because Absolutely. Vogel has established I'm gonna run my guys in their roles. Like they have to play poorly for an extended period of time for me to give up on them. Yes, but Spolstra again. Kendrick Nunn has played like consistent garbage, and you trust him. Duncan Robinson can't stop anybody. You trust him, or hit a you know, or take more than three good shots a game. Right, but like, it just you don't trust the guys who I've seen give you good contributions. I thought Myers Leonard gave a great contribution. So did I, man. He started both halves, and I thought. Miami as a team played so well with him out there. Yeah. He came out and hit those first two threes of the game, right? Yeah. And then he never got the ball again. He had to, like, uh, steal one three, I think, at the end of a shot clock or something. Yeah, I think Butler set him up for a layup early in the third. Okay, And I'm yeah. like, dude, Butler, like, he even has good chemistry with Butler. My, I think Myers Leonard is just an easy guy to play with. He's big. Yeah. Sets good picks. You know he'll, uh, he's good at the um, seal off. If you're driving, he'll seal the big man off. He's good at that. You know. Yes. He also then, uses his fouls. Absolutely. If you if your guy gets past you, he got you. Don't worry yeah. about it. I got it. You know. Um. Yeah, and and you're completely right. I mean, Vogel, we've called him the role king all year, and. This is what was kind of um, with Miami. They played Boston, and it's like Boston was just like the worst role situation in the East. Yeah. <laughs> so Miami got by them by being just slightly better at roles than Boston because Boston was just so bad. And now they're playing the Lakers, who are elite at roles, and you know we see the difference. The Lakers also. Like, no matter who's out there, it's like the same five kind of players are out there. They play like he, the same style. Yeah, he keeps he keeps a ball handler, LeBron or Rondo. He keeps a shooter, uh, a 3 and D guy, which is Danny, KCP, you know, JR sometimes. He keeps a uh, just straight-up defender sometimes. Sometimes KCP goes in that role. Caruso gets in that role, athletic, you know, run the floor. Pick up um, full court. Yeah, pick up full court. Then he keep uh, and Kuzma fits into the three and D sometimes. Then he keeps. Yeah, Kuzma's up. there like 
Swiss Army knife. He is. He is. Because he's, he's like a perfect six-man because he can come in for three different positions easily. Yeah. And then they keep a, a rim protector or Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis is another one because he could play – I mean, he can't really – play small forward on defense but he can stand there as a small forward on offense really so it's like the same five situation oh morris plays the uh four uh d three and d sometimes and he'll move to the four that um vogel will put a three and d at any position and then but miami just has like you know just whatever yeah, and, and the one thing is, like, Vogel did make an adjustment to start Morris in the second half. Yep. But it's a subtle adjustment, right? You put Morris for floor spacing, everybody else's job stays the same. Yep. When Spolstra makes adjustments, it goes from everybody's playing to seven guys are playing. It goes from a lot of man to a lot of zone. It goes from... Jimmy Butler's controlling the offense to Tyler Harrell's controlling the offense. And it's just and no when he controls rhythm. The offense, it's just controlling it for him, really. Yes. And not because not he's selfish. It's just I don't think he knows how to really set other players up like that. It's, it's not a um, you know personal thing. It's just not his game yet. Like yeah. you said, it is immaturity. Yeah, man. Um, it's not looking good. This game four, by the way, was like a perfect example of what we've thought about the Lakers all year. Mm -hmm. Uh, They go as LeBron goes. Oh, yeah. Because they really did not play that well, this game. You talking about LeBron? The whole team. I mean, the team played well, but it wasn't like... They didn't look like the Lakers of the first two games. Yeah, for sure. I'll give you that. But I thought LeBron held them back. He did. He did. It was very. He was very just kind of out his, there. His turnovers. Oh my god. He he looked. He looked like he he hadn't gotten enough sleep, and he's been talking about you know not sleeping the whole finals. That's what it looked like in Game Four. Yeah, I did. Because he was just messy. He was out of sync. I mean, he couldn't throw a post entry pass. Dude, he yeah. overthrew Anthony Davis. Like, Anthony Davis is not Bam Adebayo, who's 6'9 and athletic. Anthony Davis is 7 feet, 6'11 and athletic. Right. Like, with top 5, top 10 longest wingspans in the league. Yep. And you're overthrowing post-entry passes to him? I mean, my yeah. God, he puts his hand, just throw it to the hand, he'll go get it. Yep. And, and to me... The Lakers were, like, trying to play with energy the whole first half, and LeBron was just killing it on both ends. Yep. But then he woke up. To finish it off? And you could kind of tell throughout the game it was going to come down to Butler versus LeBron. Yeah. And it, it never became that. Because LeBron was like, all right, Butler, where are you? Yeah. In Butler, and you said very a very interesting thing that I didn't even notice at that point. You were like, Butler's not even really playing hard on defense. He wasn't. And that's one thing I've given him credit for the entire playoff run. His whole career. Right. <laughs> and out of nowhere, like this game, I didn't see any defensive aggression from him. He, it's like he was scared to commit fouls. Yeah. 
he had that one nice steal at the top of the key. And after that, of I was an see... awful LeBron pass, I'm pretty sure. It was no, it was to it was Kuzma to LeBron. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! LeBron. Like the when LeBron was doing that annoying shit of like pass me the ball, but I'm not really open. <laughs> yeah, then he went and cursed Kuzma out. Yeah, yeah, yeah! I think I told you I'd have fought him at that point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah! That one. <laughs> right, I remember. Yeah, so I mean, I, <laughs> that was the only thing I saw Jimmy do that like looked like, you know, he looked like he didn't get sleep either. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, Big face coffee. It just he didn't to get me that. he was so he uh, like game three before and after the game he was really acting like we figured it out like we could take these guys. Yeah. And then yeah. and then in game four he fell back on that like oh my team is just as good as the Lakers no you're not. You, you know I I questioned if it was the fact that uh, Bam came back he thought like you know he can chill. Because, Bam would pick up the slack. Yeah, like he he made it seem like oh I was just holding it down because Bam was out. Like no, that's your you were doing your job for once yes. this series. And like Bam is, you know Bam is a good impact player like uh uh like intangibles, but he's not someone that he comes back and like the whole game is switched. Not against the Lakers. Yeah, he doesn't. He cannot specifically against the Lakers. He can't dominate like in one way. Right. Exactly. Yeah. But again, uh, to me, Drogic takes some of that pressure off Butler. But he, he was acting like Bam to. is another guy who does that, which he's not. Right, and he shouldn't have to. You know, Drogic should just be able to play his game, and Butler should play. He should be the best player on the team because he clearly is. Yeah. Clearly. Uh, what else we got on that? Anything? No, I mean, the Lakers. The Lakers are doing a good job, man. They they adjusted. They took the punch in Game Three. And, mm-hmm. and I thought they picked up the slack in Game Four. As I said, they were trying to play with energy. Yeah, they were. And that's a bad. It's not a bad problem where LeBron is kind of lagging behind. Because you could kind of feel that LeBron was going to try to get involved in the game at some point. Yeah. Especially because AD really wasn't, like, carrying the offense in any way. Yeah. Uh, But the Lakers are just that complete. Yep. Yeah. And this was a very winnable game for Miami. Uh, You know, the Lakers played pretty well. I I mean, I, I, I thought they just played okay. And that's because... Because of LeBron, you know, but overall, they didn't play good enough to beat Miami to me. Miami just didn't play good enough to beat them either. Yeah, and the weird thing with the Lakers sometimes is, like, I thought they actually did play well, but they missed so many open shots. So many open shots. I mean, god damn, Danny Green, what is wrong with you? Yeah, Danny Green, like even when he he had that stretch where he started playing well at one point, yeah, and he couldn't even keep that going. He like he cooled himself off somehow. <laughs> yeah, and he I did. Was, I'm like, dude, are you kidding? Like you just got hot. You got a layup. You got a three. You got an assist. I'm pretty sure. And now you're getting like way better looks than you were when you got hot. And I think he had a good defensive play at that point. Yeah, 
and, and yeah. you just can't make the most basic shots you're gonna get. It's crazy. It's crazy. It, it was just it was that stuff. It just you know they figured out a lot of plays, but it was like I think they had a lot of second chance points yeah. that game, but those first chance shots to me did not look good, and that was on Miami to you know uh, profit off those, and they didn't. So, you know, the Lakers end up looking a lot better because Miami is just not the effort wasn't there. Or yeah, um, I'm curious if they're gonna start Morris off rip or are they still gonna try to go with Dwight early on? They'll probably stick to the same game plan, I would think. And then you know, second half maybe see what Morris is doing. You know, he, sometimes Morris isn't there all the time. Right. You know, sometimes his shot is cash, and the next game it's trash. Yeah. <laughs> I just hate that, like, LeBron put Vogel in a position to have to, like, coach in spite of my best player. Yeah. <laughs> and and to his credit, Vogel figured out, I got to give LeBron more space because he's playing like trash. Yep. And But that, to me, the fact that LeBron kind of ex- almost expected that or put Vogel in that position... Mm-hmm. I thought it was really irritating to watch, and having Rondo helps too. Right, you know, I, I could take the ball out of LeBron's hands somewhat. Have another floor general out there. <laughs> but LeBron, LeBron is so weird. Sometimes he seems like he doesn't want the ball to go out his hands. Uh huh. But then he plays so much better that way. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't know, man. Uh, but I, I do think it's over. I mean, maybe Miami takes Game Five. But Butler's going to have to be spectacular for them to do it. Yeah. Yep. I agree. Uh, Doc Rivers plans on dropping his nickname because there's only one Doc in Philly, he says. I don't understand why anyone would associate Doc Rivers with Dr. J. Yeah. Uh, Darvin Ham interviews for the Clippers and Pacers job. Anything? I mean, he's been around. He's been with Budenholzer for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I think him and the Pacers could be interesting. John Lucas is a candidate for the Rockets head coaching job. He's been out there for a really long time. 67. Isn't John Lucas' grandson playing? Yeah, the third. He's the... Is he the yeah. second? I th- I'm trying to see. It doesn't say if he's the second. But yeah, I think the third is playing. <laughs> so yeah. Um, let's see what I else. just, like... I don't know what you do with the Rockets. I, I don't know... I don't know how a coach is going to come in there and completely... Well, the, are they going to completely change the system? I guess it depends who the coach is. But to me, like, you either keep the system the same, so you're going to lose the same way, regardless of who's coaching, regardless of your one piece away, which whatever piece that happens to be. <laughs> but again, yeah. if you change, am I confident that Russ and, and Harden can adapt their game? Absolutely not. Yeah, me either. Nothing about their game the last five, six years tells me that they're adaptable to different situations or different systems. 
Right. Yeah, I I think uh, I think Westbrook specifically, if the system isn't based around him, you can forget about it. He's not gonna. Yeah, adapt. I mean, a lot of guys, you know, the Clippers choked uh, the Bucks. Uh, I would say maybe not choked, but the Bucks got kind of demolished. Yeah. Uh, I thought the Nuggets kind of got spanked by the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Boston was kind of a letdown in the conference finals. I mean, Philly got swept. Yeah, but they, they had injuries though. But yeah, right. But there was nobody to me like to me. Westbrook was by far the worst performance of the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. I mean, playoff especially even Paul George had some good games. Yeah, I mean, my God, Westbrook, Westbrook didn't sniff the aspect of good basketball. But and the, and Paul George at least did something good. Like right. he was still playing good defense sometimes. Westbrook was doing nothing, nothing good. Not, it, he was dude. He was awful in every way. Yeah. And and credit to him, you know, he left a nice tip <laughs> to the hotel <laughs> staff after leaving. Yeah, and cleaned his room. Right. I, I mean, that's that's a good thing to do, man. But man, his on court performance in that Lakers series was just. I, I honestly can't think of one positive thing to say. Yep. I agree. Uh you gotta um you wanna talk about Gentry getting the assistant job in Sacramento? Not really. I mean it, it's a it's a good hire, but I don't know if it's enough to, to kind of start moving them in the right direction. Oh, it's most certainly not. But it's I mean, like it, they're it closer to the right direction than they seem to me. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, they got... Buddy and Fox, are to me, are a great start for your team. And then, you know, Bagley, hopefully he gets healthy eventually. You know, I I think he has a lot of upside. Um, But, you know, the rest of the team is iffy. But they do have a lot of pieces that people want. So, like you said, I think they are... I think they can see something in the distance, but how they get there, I'm not sure. Yeah, and, and apparently Buddy's in a lot of like trade talks or something like that. I've seen a lot of rumors. Yeah, uh, I that saw he doesn't want to be back. Rumor. Yeah, well, they took so long to give him that contract, but it's huge. Yeah. So he might as well. I mean, I would it's think weird. he would stay. It's, I'm curious to see what they get back for him. Yeah, because if they if they get something to fit around Fox and like, I guess Bagley, mm-hmm. uh, I, I think they could they could make a. I don't want to. I'm not ready to give them a playoff run. Yeah, but they could be exciting for the first half or maybe the second half of the season. Yeah, I think so too. I would like to see another uh, another. Um, speed demon with fox you know someone else who can run the floor yeah and, and they him. gotta i think they gotta let barnes whenever his contract is done let him go they'll probably throw him in the um buddy trade hmm. i would think that would be interesting again another yeah, keeping just, him. another huge contract though yeah but i think you know i like buddy a lot but with his contract i mean he has like a auto porter deal like he's not that he's he's good, but he's not good enough to 
get an even trade for his contract. Yeah, know? at least at least Barnes earned a contract and then didn't live up to it. Right. It, you could go. I think you could trade Barnes and Buddy for someone like a single player with an OD. You know, I mean, Beal's yeah. name gets thrown out there a lot, but you know, something. I'm not saying him, but something like that. Someone who is like the top pay on the team because right. yeah add those two together you get something like that yeah I like Sacramento's team I really do Th- didn't they get Baysmore too this season for a reason uh, I believe so yeah after Baysmore was trash on um, Portland uh, I'm trying to think what else they have yeah. they still have Bogdanovich he's been in trade talks too I'm, I remember him asking to be traded um, there's there's a lot of exciting West teams coming into next year. Yeah, West obviously Phoenix is. We'll see if Phoenix stays hot from their little bubble run. Yep, Memphis too. Uh, Memphis. I mean, San Antonio looks like they're only going to get better. Yeah, they're. I think they're a piece away from being uh, really solid. I think Minnesota. Minnesota played better than their record was. Yeah, and they, so, I mean, uh, they're going to be different this year. Yeah. Russell and um, you know they got a second pick of the draft, right? Yeah. So. No, no, they got the first pick. They got the first pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, Warriors so. got the second pick. Right, right, okay. Warriors yeah, are so. another team who's going to be back in the mix. Oh yeah, yeah, and you know they're doing something in the off season. I I just know they have to have something cooking. Um. Yeah, it, it's going to be. It's going to be different. Somebody's not making the playoffs that made it this year. <laughs> Somebody. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't want to I don't want to pick Portland, but <clears throat> Yeah, they're on the outside. That's that's my uh way too early prediction. Lillard would have to get MVP for them to Yeah, Lillard would have spot. to play like he did, you know, that last kind of month of the season and then the bubble stretch. They need a new coach, man. Imagine if they had Mark Jackson. With the elevator doors for Lillard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that would be crazy. Dude, they but, could run. I would run that for Melo. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, Hopefully, the op- Melo There's so be- many options. That to me, like, Spolster is making. He makes Miami look like they're. Like, he has all this versatility when he really doesn't. <laughs> Yeah, but Terry Stotts actually has versatility. It can't do shit with it, right? And he has. I mean, I mean, the young guys look solid for him. Yeah. Even though he just threw Simons in the trash. Haven't seen Simons play well since the season. Winyan yeah. Gabriel came out there and was an elite defender. His first three games of his career in the playoffs against Anthony Davis. Then you know the last two games of the. Series, he just threw him in the trash. Yeah, it's going to be an yeah. interesting off season, especially because you know it's probably going to be short. Yep. Uh, so we'll we'll see how some of these teams come into next season. Yeah, I'm curious to see where uh, the kid from Dayton that had all the dunks. You know what I'm talking about? I think. Yeah, Toppin? yeah, yeah. What? To, uh, Obi, Obi. Yeah, Obi Toppin. Yeah. Yeah, I'm curious to see where he goes and what he does. Um, apparently, he has 
I mean, his draft stock is really high. You know, I don't really see him as an NBA player, but um, somebody sees something. So yeah, I'm curious. I'm curious who New York is gonna fuck up. <sighs> yeah, there's no hope for New York, man. None. I can't think of one positive thing they could do this offseason. Uh, and New York kind of gives a good transition point where when you're like when the organization is just it doesn't care about winning Mm -hmm. there's nothing like you yeah you could stumble into talent you know jeremy lynn or maybe cash stoudemire's last half season Mm -hmm. but you're never gonna sustain quality basketball when your organization you know the higher ups in the organization don't prioritize winning yeah I agree. And that's a good transition for the NFL because we're seeing that with a number of teams. <laughs> let's hit it. Where are you going to start? Uh, let's start with the Houston firing. Yeah. Bill, Bill O'Brien. O'Brien I mean, gone. I mean, did I, I almost, I remember losing my voice when they blew that lead to Kansas City. <laughs> yeah, you called him getting fired, too. And I, I don't like that I called him because it's so, it was so obvious. Yeah, it was so obvious, and this guy had the audacity to, after blowing, you know, a historic lead, he, he traded away probably the best receiver in the NFL for a washed running back. Yep. Like no offense to David Johnson, he had a good year, but he hasn't been good since his good year. Right. And to me, making that move. Then you wait for a quarter of the season to be thrown in the trash before finally pulling the plug. I just I don't understand why it took so long. Yeah, and him and um Watt had like a public argument. Yeah, I, I was reading about that earlier today. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could just see that this was a team for the last three years that's relied on Deshaun Watson's greatness. Absolutely. And, you know, he's now that he doesn't have the weapons, he doesn't have the protection, they don't have the defense, they can't run the ball. Yeah, they have relied on Watt's leadership on defense, too. Yeah, it's just to me, I I wouldn't have minded Bill O'Brien staying the coach if he wasn't the GM as well. Yeah. But when you you have two jobs and you're sucking at both of them... Again, that's that's why I'm shocked that it took this long. Yeah, that was the big um, the joke about it, you know. Yeah. Like people were saying it, you wait till four games into the season to, you know. Yeah, like you're not recovering from this. Right. I don't know. I mean, maybe they'll make a run because Watson is super talented, but they gotta figure out some way to run the ball. Yeah. For sure. What else? Uh, I mean, how is... It's funny, Bill O'Brien gets fired, and it takes too long for him to get fired. Somehow, Dan Quinn is still employed in Atlanta. I mean, how many leads does he have to blow to lose his job? (laughs) Right. It's like the, the Falcons are becoming a joke. With Todd Gurley on your team, Matt Ryan should not be 
not still be throwing forty plus passes per game? Yeah, well, you when you girly. when you can't play defense, your quarterback has to you know chuck passes. Yeah, that's true. And, it's and true. Atlanta's. I don't remember after that Super Bowl year. Everything I remember about Atlanta involved awful defense. Yep. So to me, like Matt Ryan has piled up stats for a decade now. Yeah. Uh, and at what point are you gonna bring somebody else in? Are you at what point are you gonna commit to an off season of fixing one end of the field? Yep. Like, why does it seem like they get a new weapon in, in the passing game every year? I just I, I don't understand how some of these franchises think. Yeah. It's bizarre, especially in football. Cuz yeah. football it seems like the players should be so much more expendable. But yet they the players and the coaches should be so much more expendable, but they don't do it. They don't, you know. It, it the season is short and it's so easy to waste time. Yet the teams still are okay with it. Yeah. Like you said, they the Texans blew a quarter of their season. That's yeah. It's not like you know, baseball, basketball, hockey's got eighty to one hundred fifty games. Yeah. You, you you got sixteen games. Maybe you'll have seventeen next year or the year after that. Yeah. Like, dude, and you can't he... you can't struggle consistently for five games. And then only after five games, you're looking at, well, you know, maybe our defensive coordinator's trash. And how do you recover? You can't go on like a, you know, eight-game winning streak after after you lost the first six. There's not a lot of free agents who could, you know, fix big issues either. Exactly. And, you know, like I said, guys are so expendable. It's just next man up. We've seen teams like um, the Steelers. Uh, the Patriots who will lose a guy and like someone out of the clear blue sky will come and become a force on the team. Yes. Like uh, Connor out of nowhere, Connor played amazing that first season. Um, uh, what's his name on the Jets now? He oh, left. Le'Veon. Yeah, when Le'Veon first left, yeah, or first stopped playing, Connor was a beast. Out of nowhere. Yep. And that happens so often, and it's so easy to happen. There's so many good players in the world of football. You know, there's, what, 300 college teams? And every team has two, you know, probably NFL-worthy players on the team. Yeah. So, I mean, just let them go. But you see, in, in football, to me, it's so much more important to have, like, a good culture. It is. Because... You see, a talent can't carry you for extended periods of time. Shout out to the Cowboys. <laughs> yeah, so let's. So we've talked about you know bad defenses and, and coaches getting fired. It's say it's a safe bet that Mike McCarthy was the worst hire of the off season. <laughs> yeah, I mean, how my, you how you give a forty nine points to the Browns? The Browns have been playing like garbage. I that mean, was like the, you know, the Browns were like on their way out of even belonging in the league at one point. And then this <laughs> year, I mean, they're playing good this year, but 49 points? The Cowboys? Dude, 
if you to me so some with the Cowboys it's it's much more fundamental than like the Falcons for example because yeah. the Falcons to me can't really protect the pass yeah and then the Cowboys can't protect the pass as well but the Cowboys have a much more basic issue they can't tackle real quick the Browns only scored 35 on the Bengals and the Cowboys give up 49? Dude, you talk about the Cowboys' last three games. The Browns get 49 with Baker really not playing that well. Yeah. A no-name running back had 90 yards. The Browns as a team had 300 rushing yards. Odell basically had his best game since he's been on the Browns. Yeah, Odell torched <laughs> you in every way. Uh, let's let's talk about the week before the Seahawks game. Russell Wilson yeah. threw what four or five touchdowns, and he missed like three touchdowns. Yeah, they were talking about it was his worst game with four or five touchdowns, no picks. Yeah. Yep. And then, oh, you made the miracle comeback against Atlanta. You still gave up forty points. Yep. If if Atlanta knew how to recover a fumble. You would be 0-4 right now. Yeah. I mean, dude, I, I don't know if I've ever seen a defense this bad. <laughs> yeah. And for some reason, you know, they hype up the talent of Ezekiel Elliott and can't manage to get him more than three yards per carry. Three. Come on, man. Are you serious? Dude, Three? They're, they're like, their offense has to be so perfect for them to have a chance. I really, I'm not going to criticize anybody on offense. Because they can't get a stop. They're down 20 before their offense even warms up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, it, but you look at it, th- there is also an issue with their offense. Like, when when your defense is bad... As a quarterback, I would want to go three and out, right? Yeah. I'd be like, well, if I don't have, you know, a completion, I'm going to throw it away. We're going to punt. We're going to, you know, make them <laughs> drive down the field. Yeah. But the Cowboys are so, so addicted to losing that Ezekiel Elliott can't hold on to the ball. He needs to fumble three times in a quarter. <laughs> or Dak Prescott can't hold on to the ball. I right. mean, dude. And on top of it, Dak Prescott will throw for 500 yards and find five to six passes that should have been intercepted. Yep. It just, or were intercepted. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the last one was just... I mean, he deserved it all game long. I, I was shocked that it took that long. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, they're so dysfunctional. And Jerry Jones is just... He is he is a sickness to their organization. <laughs> yeah. Like dude, enough mediocrity. I can't think of another team in all of you know, American sports that is more disappointing than the Cowboys. Consistently. Yeah. How many years? Since T.O. left. Dude, I'm pretty sure since, you know, the Ravens went crazy in early 2000s. Yeah. Since the the Tom Brady Patriots dynasty started. 
Yeah, the Cowboys much. have been consistently disappointing every year. Because really, Romo and To, let me correct myself, because they didn't do anything. No, they and didn't. I, everyone thought they should have, but they didn't do anything. Yeah. So they yeah, were just, disappointing then too. Like you look at Garrett. Oh, Garrett was the problem. Garrett was the main problem. Mike McCarthy looks worse. Yeah. <laughs> My God, I don't understand what they're doing. That's what kills me. Again, I go back to this. The fan, the fan base is so loyal, so diehard. Yep. And you're not even making an effort to fix the things that you've struggled with for years. Yep. Honestly, man, I, until until Jerry Jones can hire a coach that can run the team, it's it's not gonna matter. It's not gonna matter who they sign. It's not gonna matter, you know, if they start beating up on their trash division, which they could. Mm-hmm. It, none of that is gonna matter. Are they? Do, do you have? Do you think they're ever gonna beat Aaron Rodgers? Forget the Green Bay Packers. Do you think they will ever beat? Aaron Rodgers while he plays in the NFL, while he's in NFC specifically. I don't think so, no. Never. And they should be able to, but how they are now, no, they're not going to. Yeah. Definitely not. But shout out to the Browns, man. I, I think I like what I'm seeing from them. Finally. I like that. Please run the ball every goddamn weekend. Yep. No more of this Baker's the guy nonsense. He's not. Even in this Cowboys game where they put up 49 points, every time he tried to scramble, I was disgusted. Yeah. Yep, me too. All right. Uh, Who else? Who else is worth uh, mentioning? I mean, you know, the Knicks are bad enough, but the the New York football teams are, are starting to take the cake for most dysfunctional franchises. Yeah, man. R.I.P. to uh, Saquon's season. There's really no point even watching them anymore, to be honest. There wasn't any point watching them with Saquon. (laughs) At least Saquon would give one spectacular play. Yeah, but it's like, you know, I don't want to say I saw it coming, but when your running back has to break three tackles to get two yards, how long do you expect him to stay healthy, honestly? Right, yeah. It's just, you, you set him up for failure. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Daniel Jones gets hurt at some point in the season. Good old Colt McCoy backing up. Let's get it. <laughs> the Giants suck, man. But at least they're like, they're just basically bad. Like, they just don't have like enough talent on the roster. Yeah, that's really all it is. Because Danny is like so mediocre yeah. for his play. It's I not can't good. really it's not tell bad. if Joe Judge is trash or not, because like he can't he, he can't do anything. Yeah, he's doing the best of what he got, I think. Yeah, I mean, I, I honestly I watched them play the Rams, even though I didn't want to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they they compete, man. They do. Yeah. So if, if there's anything to give the coach credit for is when he's got a trash team is if they're competing, he's doing a good job. Yeah, and um, I think Danny's a steady. I mean, you know, he he plays pretty safe, uh, but you know. Yeah, I want to see him with it. some weapons. Exactly. Golden Tate's not it. 
no, no disrespect, but he's not he's not your first guy. Like that's no, that's not, not gonna cut it. He's not. Um what else? Um Chiefs look good. I mean, yeah, any other individual teams, uh the Bills, man, dude. The Bills yeah, look coming. strong. They're coming. I mean, Josh Allen looks out of control right now. Yeah, he does. He looks unstoppable, really. <laughs> My God. He, why does he look... I don't understand how he looks like probably the best athlete at quarterback right now. Yeah, and he, uh, he has a lot of weapons, too. I mean, I, it's just hard to defend them. Oh, yeah. The Beasley and Diggs now? I mean... Yes. When you a, have, like, they've had a defensive culture for so long. Yeah, that that was just like the... You know, they probably weren't even worried about that. Right. Now their offense is Now they tough. can win shootouts? Yeah. Dude, they're going to be a problem. Yeah. For I mean, sure. They were a problem last year to a lesser extent. Yeah. 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 Um, have you got to see any of uh, Philip Rivers yet? No, Indianapolis has like not been anywhere close to being broadcast for me. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, same old, boring, safe. I he's, feel like he's um, playing safe. Yeah, with this team, he is. Yeah. Okay, I like that. That's that's the one thing I need from him. Yeah, he, he um, he's throwing a lot, I would say, but you know. He's doing what he has to do. I mean, their record is good. I'm trying to think, who did they, um, who did they lose to? They I will lost. say a team I got to see that I was not very impressed with is Tampa Bay. <laughs> I know Tom Brady threw you know a ton of touchdowns, but he's still doing that nonsense of like I don't want to take a sack, so I'm just gonna throw a disgusting, awful throw up for grabs. Yeah, yeah. and he doesn't have. He didn't have those kind of guys on this team. You know, the guys where the you can do grabs. that. Yeah, yeah. He should. He had that at one point. He, I mean, he should, though, but he just, his arm isn't strong enough. Right, right. To, to me, like, the fact that he's thrown a pick six in, what, three, four straight games or something like that? Yeah. It, it's... For 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 the all time greatest game manager in NFL history, what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Any other uh, football? I mean, you know, the Ravens look good, but they're. I can't even judge them until the playoffs come. Right. Yeah. I do want to talk about. I do want to talk about one kind of overall issue that the NFL is starting to get. Of course. And and it's not. It's you know, again, there's a virus out there. It, it's like yeah. we're starting to forget that. Well, the White House isn't. <laughs> that's that's a whole. I don't even want to get into that. I mean, you got you got guys out there uh, driving in cars, just infecting the people in the car, waving their hands at people, <laughs> and we all know who did it. I don't have to, you know, call it out. Well, I'll, let me give you one stat. There's been more people uh, infected by the virus in the White House than were in, 
infected uh, throughout the whole Black Lives Matter protest this year? All of them, not just in one place, the whole country. There's been more people just infected within the government this week than was all summer long throughout the protest. I just, it blows my mind, man. <laughs> like, you don't want to wear a mask? Dude, okay, you don't care, you don't, you know, give a single fuck about your own health. That's that's your choice not to do that. But right. you, that's, it's so selfish and so just awful to just spread it to people. Yeah, and then, you know, it being okay that no one wears a mask is kind of insane. Like, it's okay, you don't wear one, but it, that doesn't mean it should stop being, like, the rule, you know? Dude, like, it took the NFL three weeks, and they still haven't accomplished it to get the goddamn coaches to wear their masks properly. Right. Dude, I want to yep. punch uh, John Gruden right now, to be honest with you. Because we're a quarter of the way through the season, and he still can't wear his mask correctly. <laughs> yeah. If we get to the midpoint, I want him suspended for the rest of the year. <laughs> I'm with you. I really My am. God. I mean, dude, they just got fined like 100K, 150K or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the next week, you're doing the same shit. Yeah, and then you you look at some of these stars that are missing games. Yes, Cam now, Newton's you know. kind of the first one. I mean, the Titans got a bunch of guys. Uh, Stephon Gilmore's kind of the Patriots' defensive star. Have I told? And now Mahomes could. Oh, go ahead. Mahomes could get it in the next like week or so. Right. Because he was hugging after the game and shit. Like you don't even know if you have the virus. People think, oh, I tested negative. I'm fine. You're not right. fine. No, you're not. You're not. Did I mention uh, Nashville's <laughs> protocols on here last time? No. Um, so I was watching the news. Uh, this is right when the news broke that they were going to allow fans into the Titans games. The Titans were going to be the first team to do so. This was... um. This was like three weeks ago, I think, after the second game. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought that was crazy, obviously. And then they talked about how uh, the growth rate of the virus, according to the city of Nashville, would have to be at... Uh, and for those who don't already know, the Titans are based in Nashville. I thought I didn't mention that, but I thought it was self-explanatory. But... Um, that the growth rate had to be at 5% before they opened, right? The day the rate got to 5%, he announces he's opening the next day. Uh, now, lo- logically, just people out there, just think about that. The day you get to 5% is the day you say everyone can start going to the Titans games. Are you kidding me? Why would you? What happens the next day? You're at six percent. What happens? You just you just shut it down. It, dude, it's it's hurting my brain to like to see how how much of a disregard the country is like. Or certain, 
I'm trying to phrase this correctly. Certain, like, parts of the country or certain people that have, you know, key positions in this country are blatantly ignoring the virus. Yeah. I mean, dude, the, the Florida guy, DeSantis, DeSantis, whatever his name is. Yeah. Open he just announced earlier today, my friend sent me this. He He's allowing the Dolphins stadium to be filled to maximum capacity 65,000 people <laughs> even dude it's so bad the dolphins said no we're gonna keep it at 13,000 that's crazy man and that doesn't make any sense at all and he's he opened the bars a couple weeks ago dude he was the one he was getting crushed early in june july yeah because he wanted praise for, oh, we're reopening safely. And then and then you get a cluster of, you know, 15,000 people a day getting the virus. In Miami, oh, by the way. Quiet. In Miami, by the way. I mean, it... Miami was the hot spot in Florida. Yeah, you remember how scared for a while we were about, you know, the bubble coming back to Orlando? Yeah. I just don't understand I wish they would just acknowledge, like, look, you know, this virus is out of control. We can't really do shit, but we just, we're trying to get life going regardless. Yep. I was in Florida when he opened the bars and, you know, I had to, I came and got a COVID test as soon as I got back. Cause I mean, you never know. It's crazy. I'm just, I'm blown away, man. We're, we're, you know, nine months into a pandemic. You got however many people have died and people still think. I'm going to wear my mask only over my mouth. <laughs> that is, that always gets me, man. Dude, I when see I that see shit in grocery stores. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> With their nose sticking out <laughs> on top of it. <laughs> like, it's so, oh, it's just, it's so brain dead to function like that. Yeah, it is. Again, if you don't care about your health, that's fine. But that it is, it should be a crime to disregard the health of the people around you. Bro, you look at the places that have gotten better. They're like executing people for <laughs> being outside. <laughs> I mean, I, I shouldn't laugh, but like they're being OD harsh with the punishments. Dude, I don't remember. I think it was mask. New Zealand or maybe another country, but they they had like no virus at one point. And as soon as they got, like, five new cases, they literally shut the country down again. Yeah, that should be all it takes. <laughs> I mean, my God. Not open it when you're the epicenter of the country. Open it even more. Go for it. Just take everybody out. I mean, Dude, I remember I saw one time, um, I wish I could remember the country. It was so long ago, but... They had, like, the cops on motorcycles, and they had, like, these sticks they were hitting, with pe hitting people <laughs> yeah. if they saw them outside. You saw that? Yeah. You remember early <laughs> on in Europe, I think in Italy, I remember, the, like, the governors and the politicians were, like, coming on the streets, like, trying to yell at people, talking about, I'm going to kill you, send you to prison, and, like, flamethrower you. Yeah. It was just, I don't understand. Obviously, that is an extreme but that's yeah. what it takes to contain this virus. A shout out to um, Cuomo uh, in New York for how he handled it. I mean, he handled it 
gracefully with how bad it was at first. Right. I mean, they they're doing great. I mean, they they had their issues, you know, come back a little bit, but for the most part, I mean, the, the regulations they set cuz I most of my family lives in New York. The regulations, you know, if you travel here 14 days before you can have contact with people, you know, um if you leave here, you got to quarantine. It, it's just they just did a really good job. Got everyone off the streets. Um, yeah, like the, people act like these the guidelines and you know some of the health protocols are are like a part time thing, right? They're not. That's why we're not getting out of this virus. If the most populated city in the country can you know get through the virus, why can't the rest of the country? I mean, if New you York know. City can get through it. How can how can anyone else have an issue? I mean, since the, the president is setting such a great example for everybody else, you know. Right. Exactly. Just, you see pictures of New York during the daytime, and there's people on top of each other all day long. And they manage to not have any new cases. I mean, oh my God. people in Texas, I've lived in Texas, and I didn't live, you know, 10 minutes from people sometimes. Like five minutes in each direction away from somebody and they still have issues it's so easy to not ever come in contact with people in those kind of places anyway obviously we went on a tangent the titans nashville you guys are idiots sorry yeah man the nfl players like it's they can overcome it now but what's gonna happen as i always say if it happens in the playoffs right Cam Newton can't miss two playoff games, and the Patriots are just fine. No, I mean, no way. Right, and it, to me, like, you know, maybe the Patriots can overcome something like that. There's really only, like, two or three quarterbacks that could miss any games in, in the playoffs and then the team be okay. Right. You know? Maybe Carson wins. <laughs> they may win the Super Bowl if he misses <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we got some music, man. Let's transition. Let's get into some music. All right. Uh, you want to play a gem or no? I got one if you want. Uh, you got one. Um, I heard this in my Discover playlist on Spotify. This is Goosebumps by KZia.
That was uh, Goosebumps by K. Zia. All right. So uh, where do you want to start for this weekend? Pretty good music weekend. Yeah. Uh, I only got two. Uh, okay. The two kind of big releases. Uh-huh. Uh, first one being Bryson. I mean, that's we got to talk about that first. Yeah, man. I anticipated. We've waited for a really, since, really long time. Since the start of this podcast, at least. <laughs> right, exactly. Yep. Uh anniversary did drop. It was ten songs. Not long to listen to it all. Uh what'd you think? Um <laughs> I'm gonna sound like a hater, man. <laughs> oh no. It's uh-huh. really good, first of all. There's no no question. It's um this is back to the uh you know, trap soul vibes that I've just been waiting for half a decade for. <laughs> yeah. But I think that's my problem. I think that's really my only problem is that I waited half a decade for these 10 fire tracks. <laughs> right. And to me, again, it's just me being biased. I'm not going to, I'm not denying that in any way. Uh-huh. Uh, but to me, I knew he could sound like this. Right. You know what I mean? And to me, this sounds like something he probably made years ago and just had sitting there. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he probably added a track or two here and there. Maybe he, you know, took out a track or two. Yeah. Uh, but I would not be surprised if a number of the tracks we've gotten over the last couple years from him yeah. were just stuff that didn't make this. Yeah. I, I, I'm with you on that. This just felt easy to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... and this is probably That's not one, haterish. It's one of the only times I'll say this, but it was way too short. <laughs> yeah, because the songs were short too. Right. It wasn't just the um. But like I know. waited, you know, since his last album has been what three years. Three or four. Three yeah. four years, and this felt like a quick mixtape. <laughs> yeah, I'm with. Uh, I I completely agree. Um, I'm not let down. But I, I'm not, you know, I'm not blown away. And, you know, this had, this was kind of on the lower energy spectrum of the Trap Soul stuff, too. Yes. 
I was kind of hoping, you know, he'd give us like a, a a Rambo, one Rambo at least. But, it, you know, it was very um, soft, I would say. And I'm, and he's good at that, so I'm not saying that in a negative way. There's really nothing negative I can say about this other than, yeah, you know, if I'm waiting four years and you haven't put out any singles really, you know, here and there, I need at least 15 songs. Please. Any- Especially with just, you know, don't get me wrong, the Drake feature is great, but just one feature in Drake? Yeah, dude, you know he he had, he threw Drake on there. It was like, dude, I don't need to work with anybody else. Like, this is all the fans need. <laughs> right. And he better be on Drake's album, too. 100%. It has to be. Um, <clears throat> that was probably the yeah. one thing that lived up to my probably exceedingly high expectations. Yeah. Uh, the, the Drake song? Yeah. Yeah. But to me, it wasn't my favorite track, but... The one thing this album did do is it got me excited for Bryson Tiller moving forward. Yeah, me too. Yeah. But that's here's where I'm conflicted because he did the same exact thing with Trav Soul and then he disappeared off the planet. Right. You know, and again, I'm ignoring his second album. If you liked it, you liked it. I didn't. Mm hmm. It's I, better going back to, I will say that. When I first fair. heard it, I hated it. But when that's I went fair. back to it, it's not it's not bad. I should go back. It's been a long time, but to mm-hmm. me, like this is not this didn't you know? Oh, you put this out now, you could chill for a year and a half. Oh no, yeah, definitely not. You, we need you got more till the end of next summer to give me some some more, bro. <laughs> yeah, he has to come out with something when there's touring back. I need something. Yeah. Something was. A little it more high have energy. To be anything crazy? Throw a deluxe on on this with like five, six extra tracks. Yes, that's enough. Yes, yeah. And isn't he had no features on any of the other two albums? Did he? Uh, not that I remember. Drake's first feature of his career. That's crazy, yeah. And plus, it, I, I really I love that song, but it is. Clearly, Bryson already did his part on the beat and then just sent the beat, the yes. whole beat to Drake, and then they just clipped the two songs together. Yeah. And I still love it. I agree. <laughs> yeah. Um, great project. Short project. Yeah, man. If this is a really good project, if you kind of missed out on the Trap Soul, you know, stretch. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a great project to come into as far as like a first one. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, I'm sure people listening to music now, you know, the, the young guy, young kids probably don't even remember that other album. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, this it was feels like, like a, an eternity ago. It does. This is like a really, really good appetizer. Yes. It felt like yes. some great buffalo wings or something yeah but you know I, i'm still i'm he, still hungry he's still top tier with like the like the beat switches up and he just adjusts like so smoothly with it with it yeah which to me that, that's kind of what he established with trap soul mm-hmm. uh, and drake kind of almost took it to a new level maybe uh, mm-hmm. but 
Bryson's still top tier with that. And, you know, I, the only thing about Trapsoul I really miss here, and like I said, the high energy, the, the, um, and I, I gotta admit, I didn't like it at the time, but I respected him for it, was the, like, sing rapping, like, yes. it's a song that should be a rap song, but he's singing it. Yeah. And which, you know, is Trap Soul. And he didn't, I mean, I think like one song on here was kind of like that, but I, I was definitely looking for that. I was. And like yeah. I said, I really didn't like it that much at the time, but it's like, it was who he is, so I respected it. Um, but he still, he still cements himself so much better than everyone who tries to do what he does. Absolutely. Yeah. You got a favorite Lack off this one? To... Oh, he's, dude, he is miles better than Six Lack. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, Six Lack tries to sneak in there like that. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. He's the same kind of style. Maybe he's a little more on the hip-hop side. Yeah. But it's it's very subtle, very like a small difference. Um, Do I have any favorites? Uh, what's your favorite? I can't decide. It's Sorrows and Inhale are like one and two for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I can't really figure out which one's one, which one's two yet. Yeah, Sorrows is is up there for me. I really like Sorrows. Obviously, I love Out of Time. Um, I, I liked Always Always Forever. That was the single. I really liked that too. Yeah. Um, it, it's dope. I mean, ten songs. I, I guarantee you next time I listen to it. Too. Oh yeah, Dude, always. So his his interludes are like some of the better songs on the album. A lot of the time, I love that. Yeah. I would like, uh, I would like to hear him on like a, a Khaled project alone. I mean, obviously, yeah. Wild Dots was legendary, but you know I'd like ki- to hear. You know what killed me? Also, not having features. I don't know mm-hmm. if he would have had him or not. You know, considering how much trouble he's in right now. <laughs> Tori. Tori had to be on this. After. Um, the one they had together? Yes, Keep in Touch. Keep in Touch is a classic. Fire. Yeah, it is. It is. I mean, it oh, is. as soon as I saw the track list, I'm like, no, Tori, how could you do this to me? <laughs> I was almost getting Could to a point where. I, again? Yeah, hopefully. I mean, they, they got to work to Hopefully, Tori will figure all his shit out. Yeah, he might have had one and just didn't put it out because that's, that's what I'm afraid of and hoping, you know eventually it'll drop or leak or anything yeah hopefully it leaks <laughs> i need more from them and his leaks bryson has top tier leaks 100%. people don't even know 100 percent. his his soundcloud leaks people listening definitely go look because bryson has some fire in the soundcloud if you put if you put everything that he's put out and over you know since trap soul he, he has a sleeper like overall catalog Oh yeah, he's like he may be top. He may be top seven of like from that from 2015 to now, the last five years. His catalog might be top up in the top for sure. Um, yeah, yeah he's delivered. I'm happy and he's it, back, man. I know I'm I'm, I'm kind of hating, but this this album is really good. Yeah, I don't, I don't think you're. I think that that really compliments him to me because you're saying, "Yeah, this is good," but like we know, we know you got more in the tank. Yes, 
Yeah. That's what it felt like. When this ended, I was like, what? That's it? Yeah, me too. Like, dude, I didn't want to stop listening. What, why did you stop this? Yep. And, and, I mean, Bryce can make you feel stuff like you don't even, you're not even feeling right now. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. he's Dude, he's, top, he's a top-tier artist, man. He is. Absolutely. Yeah, he, he had a Trap Soul... Oh, he just released Trap Soul Deluxe? Yeah, that was like a couple weeks ago. Oh, oh yeah, I heard that, yeah. I mean, it was Finally, cool. he put Self-Righteous out. <sighs> that was a leak. That was like God-level. Oh, yeah, Self-Righteous, I remember hearing years ago. Yeah, um, and he dropped that on the Deluxe. And that was one. That was the one. Uh, he should have released that as a single, honestly. Yeah. Because that was my favorite, my... The whole time I've been waiting for this. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, what's the other one you got? Uh, twenty one is the other one. Oh, you skipped YG. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let me know. Uh, I want to save twenty one for the end. What else did you listen to? I listened to YG. Was that the only the other one? Uh. Yeah, that's it. Was there just, was there something else that came out? Uh, I mean, maybe. I don't know. I didn't see anything. Any other big releases that caught my eye um yeah i just listened to yg's uh yg don't even talk just let's just skip it if it sucked it didn't suck really (laughs) okay i'm interested go on yg has become um this is a super hot take and i say this not being a yg fan YG has become top tier song making, only song making for me. I think his lyrics a lot of times are complete garbage. And that's and that is disrespect. I am disrespecting him when I say that. But I like some stuff he says overall, but when it comes to him being a lyricist compared to other people, he's you know, not in the same stratosphere as like a lot of the, the guys, other LA in his, guys out of his state. Yes. But as far as song making, he can find a beat, he can find a hook, he can make it catchy. And this album is just a, a full, how many songs? 13. Thir- 13 songs of him doing that. I like it. Um, The first, I'll, I'll say the first half, I like the first half a lot better than the second half. Like, a lot better. Um, Down to... Uh, War Scars After that I wasn't really feeling it Maybe it was just repetitive or something Mm -hmm. But from the the top down to there I was He was on fire to me Honestly Does this compete with uh, My Crazy Life? (sighs) No Because it's been I really like that album And I was I've been waiting for years For him to go back to that no, because mainly because of the features, though. Okay, okay. Like maybe his performance is close, mm-hmm. but you know, my crazy life had one Tory and Nipsey and Kendrick on yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was different. I mean, he really the Chris Brown Tiger song is fire on here. Little TJ song is nice. Obviously, Wayne goes hard. 
This is like the first Ty Dolla Sign song I haven't liked in a long time. Like uh, as with Ty Dolla Sign on the feature, mm-hmm. I didn't like it. Maybe because Gunna was in it. I don't know. The Little Mosey song, I could see other people liking it. Uh, Thug Cry, but I didn't like it. Um, FTP was OD. F the police. Uh, just in case. It was OD, like the F Donald Trump he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the he had he was shooting a music video for that one, right? Yeah, like yeah. Protest. Yeah, I didn't like that, but you know I get it. And Laugh Now Cry Later was pretty good, but um, yeah, man, I should have played that as a gem. Honestly, it's something off here. If I knew you didn't hear it, I would have played it. It's hard. Okay, the first I'm, half I'm definitely check is it hard, out, man. I, I, it might not be like for the next episode, but I'm definitely gonna get to it. Within the next couple of weeks. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I mean, you know, the Chris Brown and Tyga. Of course. <laughs> you really know that's of fire. Course. I would have checked that out even even if I never got to the album. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yep. All right. Savage. Savage, Savage mode. mode 2. Yeah. You know, this, this was... Uh, 21 was kind of another guy who's been MIA for a little while. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, it's just the expectation really wasn't there for him to like, you know, we didn't, we didn't need anything from him necessarily. Right. Uh, but I'll come out the gate and, you know, throw out a hot take. This is flawless. Okay. And, you know, obviously not in the, it's, you know, all time great. I I doubt it's going to make my top 10 at the end of the year, Mm -hmm. but I had so much fun listening to this. Mm-hmm. I mean, you talk about everything you want out of like a fun hip hop album. <laughs> yeah, and Twenty One's got that like Two Chains vibe where he can make you laugh with the stuff he's saying. Yeah, dude, his like his gun lines are funny as shit. His his all the stuff he talks about women is hilarious. <laughs> yeah, he's like yeah. he's so disrespectful that it's funny to me. Me too, yeah. And, I agree. And he has that persona where you don't really take him seriously. Mm-hmm. Because, like, if you see him, you know, he doesn't really... He's tiny. <laughs> yeah, and the the meme... <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying they he's, always you know, I'm not, saying he's not about that life or, or whatever, but... Yeah. It's just, his music to me is so funny a lot of the time. It is. But the, the interesting thing with this one is... Like the the reaction to it has has been pretty positive from what I've seen, mm-hmm. and a lot of it is twenty one's like you know he's really good, which to me again similar to Bryson, I knew twenty one could rap like this. Yeah, but Metro Boomin is by to me by far the star of this project. Yes, I was waiting for you to say that. This might be Metro Boomin's best project 100%. as far as production, start to finish, a hundred percent. Every beat on here is fire. Every beat felt like it was made for 21 to shine. Yeah. And not only, like, to me, anybody should have been able to come on here and shine, to be honest. Yeah, I, I would have liked, like, five more features on here, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, Even if it wasn't someone that I thought would sound good with 21, some of these beats were just like, anybody could yeah. say anything on this beat and it'd be fire. Yeah. Yeah, but this album, man, I, I just there, there's not a bad song to be found, mm-hmm. uh, and it's so smooth. 
like it's 15 tracks but it does it never dragged for me mm-hmm. and, the, and the length is you know is not short i would say right. no it's not uh but man it's so much fun to listen to the beats are so like up tempo uh and 21 like goes through them so well yeah uh he he kind of he like hints at the fact that like oh i'm developing versatility but it's not all the way there yet Mm -hmm. uh and there was a couple times especially later in the album uh track 11 and then the last two were had like a throwback feel to it yeah and i was like man like i didn't think 21 could could nail songs like this yeah uh, and yep. again, like, you gotta have the right expectation going into this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to me, you you can't call yourself a fan of the current hip hop if you didn't like this album. Yeah, or at least you didn't like a nice chunk of songs. Right. Because to me, this is like, I mean, dude. As far as you know, I'm a basketball player, so I hear a lot of music on the court. Yeah. This is perfect to listen to playing basketball. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> I mean, yeah, his dude, his lines are so, and I'm I'm upset because I was gonna come on here and quote him on a couple of lines, but uh, <laughs> it's just so funny, man. Um, Again, him and Two Chains are the two to me that like even on bad songs they make me laugh. Yeah, Gucci does that too for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I put Gucci in there. Um, uh, running is a smash. Smash oh, hit. I thought the the Fifty Cent kind of, I mean, not tribute. I guess isn't the right word, but many men. Yeah, it was so good. Yeah. Really good. I thought yep. sliding was really good. Yep. Uh, I mean, brand new Draco's probably like the hit. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I was really impressed that like the Drake track was by far not the best song on here. Yeah. I really, yeah. I actually really like that. Yeah, I I even would go as far as saying I didn't like it. <laughs> but I mean, like I I recognize it's a good song, but I didn't want to hear it again. I got you. You know, when I when I went back, I was like, mm, "Yeah. I'm cool." Yeah, man. The only only complaint like you said is I wish there was more features on here. Yeah. I mean, dude, yeah. I, I once I finished this, I remembered what Metro Boomin did with Big Sean and it's night and day different. Yeah, I was just looking at Metro's like full um, catalog as far as you know the collab albums. Yeah, I mean it's not even close. Without Warning was good. Didn't um, he do something with Nav? I think. Perfect timing. Yeah, that sucked. Trash. Savage Mode One was good. Yeah, but like but... Twenty One wasn't this good yet at that point. Right. Yep. And that that one was only nine songs, but it felt like too much. Twenty one to me. Opposed Again, to this I, one. I think because twenty one wasn't kind of like fully developed as an artist yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think twenty one is getting much better at song making. Yeah. He uh, is. You could kind of see he's starting to kind of the hooks aren't as repetitive as they used to be. Mm-hmm. There's still a hint of it here and there, uh, but. He's getting a lot better with like using auto tune to make the songs a little more versatile. Yep. Uh, and his, I mean, his rapping has 
He's been pretty consistent over the last like year or two, honestly. Yeah, yes. A lot of good features, and he's shown he's shown with his features that he can work with a wide variety of artists. Yeah. I mean, I mean he's got like three classics with Post Malone. Yep, that one with Cole, um, that was huge. Big uh, Big Sean, Big Sean just had Post Malone on his album, right? Yeah. I can't even remember what that song sounds like. <laughs> yeah, me either. Yeah. And and twenty one is I mean he's coming along, man. I really like hearing him. He's he's not my favorite, but he's he's must hear every time he drops at this point. Yeah, he is. I would agree with that for sure. I mean dude, this album this album is such a hip hop staple. He got Morgan Freeman to take what's left of Six Nine's soul. <laughs> which was wild I saw a little was, clip of Morgan explaining why he did it which was funny yeah it was just, yeah. I was like is that Morgan Freeman and my you know my friend told me before I heard it that he was on here mm-hmm. and I was like you know he's on there for you know a word or two yeah but he comes in multiple times and like kind of reflects the, the mood of the album yep and as far as collabs go, I mean, that's, I can't think of a wilder collab than that all year. I can't imagine Morgan picture, uh, picking up 21 Savage's call. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Can you imagine them like in a room just having a conversation? Because I can't. <laughs> I can't either, yeah. Yeah, oh, that's good. I love this, man. This is going to be in my rotation probably for the rest of the year. It's definitely one of those shuffle, uh, yes. shuffle ones where you just whatever. Yeah, comes any up. of these tracks come on, you're not skipping it. Yeah, yep. All right. Um, like I said, I didn't hear anything else. I didn't even see anything else. So yeah, what, what's this new uh, K-pop album from? Uh, what's the artist? It's like a group. It's like a female group. Oh, Blackpink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is this? <laughs> They're big. You haven't seen them? I've I seen like them like videos. popping up in like, you know, entertainment news here and there. Yeah. Uh, you know. but but I might I might catch that for next week. Okay. They got some I mean I, I heard the Selena song. I like that. I saw the video too, it's cool. Okay. I mean eight tracks. I love the, the like the E P sized albums. Yeah. Except from Bryson. <laughs> no no no. Yeah, not not if you're gonna you know put out every half decade. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll check that out too. Yeah, I I, mean, I only I'm, heard a couple of I heard the singles, but I haven't you know delved into it yet. I'm I'm gonna be honest. I kind of want this like this Friday to be weak as far as music release. Why? Because I'm so I'm having a hard time moving stuff? on from a lot of the stuff I've liked. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I'm like trying to go back to put my end of the year list together. Yeah. It's just been an onslaught, man. I mean, like, like I went back to Vic Mensa and I was like, wow, this is like, this is also kind of flawless. It really is. I was just telling my friend that too. I'm like, yo, man, Vic was like really rapping again. Yes. He's like, are you are you kidding me? I'm like, dude, like, he's back, like. Old, like first album Vic mixtape yeah. Vic 
Yeah, it's yeah. gotta be. It's gotta be the quarantine because a lot of these albums are sounding so much more like complete, so much more like better put together almost. I, I tell you one thing. I think there's less pressure on artists to have hits right now because yeah. no one's out listening to the radio. You're not in the clubs, right? And you're not um, touring, so. You know, you don't hear the guys just searching for the club record right now because yeah. before they're not going to the clubs. Yeah, I feel like a lot of guys, uh, a lot of rappers in Vic's kind of area would have a lot less pressure right now to just make some music, good music, yeah. just put it out. That's been the one positive coming out of this year, man. The music has just been crazy. Yeah, I can't think of like a big artist that has really let me down I don't think Big Sean came close oh yeah Big Sean let me down yeah I take that back <laughs> oh uh, early in the year A Boogie definitely let me down <laughs> he's not I don't consider him a big artist I but... do in my he's in my like upper yeah, tier he's... list of artists yeah I gotcha yeah well um let me play your gym real quick, and we'll come back. Um, you you want to introduce? Hey, no, man. Twenty One's been on fire, kind of with features for almost years. It seems like. Yeah. Uh, and this is, to me, by far the best feature on Uzi's project. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. Jimmy on tide, I can count that shit with no eye. You kill my partner, we ride. Little nigga, we ain't let shit slide. Y'all niggas ain't let shit die. Yeah. Hit a nigga, bitch, outside. Then I put up the V live. And we had them sticks outside. Drinking on lean, on tide. Y'all niggas can't join my life. I ain't giving no high five. Y'all niggas fuck around and be wide. Yeah. Drop head phantom on me. Whole lot of hunters on me. Whole lot of rubber bands, nigga, fuck a rubber band, nigga, whole book bad me. 10 M's, yes, sir, ski. Whole lot of hoes, they ski. Cocaine white like tea. LA hoes on dick. 30 rounds hanging out the tech. Y'all niggas rookies, I'm a vet. Put a pee hole through your neck. I just wanna talk about a check. Made a call to tick about a vet. Savage still popping them set. We were talking 10 for a verse. And I want 10 for a verse. Fuck that, nigga want 10 times 10 for a verse. 10 times 10 he hurts. I don't go to church, I curse. I ain't tryna kiss that bitch, little bitch. I'ma put it on your chin when I burst. Bitch, you man, bitch, yes, sir, ski. Doing donuts in a six, yes, sir, ski. You got engaged, but she still wanna slur, ski. She double tap my picture, she so flirty. Draco with the drum, man, it's dirty. Pineapple crush, it's so dirty. Come and get your bitch, she so thirsty. I'm finna pass her to the gang, yes, sir. Fuck nigga came in this house. I ain't panic, no, I ain't hot. I ain't know the bitch was your bride. He tried to argue with me, then he got fired. I ain't wanna cap or lie. Me and her don't got ties. Watch how I walk, high slide. 
put your girlfriend on the block list, 1600 suicide squad. These niggas try to have beef with me, I don't even like shit that's fried. Yeah. Broke nigga never pay 500 for some cod. Bitch, got my speakers up too loud. Yeah. Two dog coupe, I'm a ride. Got your bitch ride shotgun, give me yeah. head nods. Yeah. I'm in the stool all day, yeah. I can go verse for verse, yeah. I don't even pray cause I'm cursed. Whoa, this for a Glock, not a purse. Yeah, these niggas faking they life. Yeah, these niggas taking fake perks. No, I know they stomachs all hurt. Dick too deep, her stomach hurt. Put that boy right Ninja on the shirt. Man, bitch, yes, sir, ski. Doing donuts in a six, yes, sir, ski. You got engaged, but she still wanna slur, ski. She double tap my picture, she so flirty. Draco with the drum, and it's dirty. Pineapple crush, it's so dirty. Come and get your bitch, she so thirsty. I'm finna pass her to the gang, yes, sir, ski. Glenwood Road, I'm poppin'. Yeah. Nigga for the ops, I'm poppin'. Yeah. Caught them nigga fly, they droppin'. Drop it in the bowl, it's lockin'. Straight up by the seats, I'm cockin'. I'ma win hollow off Austin. Yeah. Block get hot like Taki. Oh I'm a dope boy, you a jockey. None of y'all niggas can't stop me. Nah. Fuckin' with the crooks, I'm Gabby. Oh Bitch don't speak, just swallow it. Yeah. Hit your baby mama, she follow me. Yeah, yeah. Hit him with the stick, he hollerin'. 21, I'll cut it, I'm Taliban. Y'all yeah. little nigga be gossipin'. Y'all fly spirit, I'm chatterin'. That was Yes Sirski, Lil Uzi, and 21. That track kind of right. gives a good example of what uh, Savage Mode 2 vibes like. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Not as uh, heavy, but yeah. yeah. I really like Uzi's beats. I, I think they kind of go underrated maybe because they're like really just suited to Uzi and whoever yeah. he's with. But his beats are really nice. His I beats think. are very unique. Yeah, they are. Yeah. They are. Um, you got any uh, any other news? I did see Devil all the time. Ooh, how was um, that? Um, it was good, but it was. You know, sometimes when those when movies or shows are based off of books, it's like really obvious. Yeah. It was one of those, you know, it was narrated a lot of it, but, um, the acting in there was, was good. I think everyone, a lot of really, really, really good actors in there and they all did a pretty good job. Pattinson was, a, you know, he was Pattinson, but, um, Tom Holland did great. Absolutely great. But th- it's right. funny from the previews, you think he's in it a lot more than he actually is. Because they go so far into his backstory. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of those like multi-generational. Like they go through every generation. Yeah. And he's the last one. So it's like, you know, he's not in it as much as even his dad. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, so it's one of those. Uh, um, it's good, though. I, I liked it. I would recommend it. You know, if you, yeah. if you're... If you feel like watching a two hours and 25 minute movie, it is slow. It's not a lot of action. Um, it's more just drama. Like I said, it's just, it, I, don't, I don't know. It's hard for me to really judge the book movies, honestly. It's so much like a book. So it's like. They, they have know. a hard time like capturing the feel of the book. Mm-hmm. Uh so it's, it's it's like a weird transition. 
Yeah, it's, it feels like I'm watching a book and not that I'm watching a movie that was also told in a book. That's what that's how it gets me sometimes. Okay, I, I think you. like the action ones do really well, like Hunger Games and like um obviously the Harry Potters do well with that. But as far as like the just dramas, it's tough. But I liked it. I liked it a lot. I really enjoyed yeah. it. I thought it was a good movie. Yeah, I, I went back to, you know, it's October, Halloween, kind of like a month for me. Yep. Uh, I went to this movie called uh, Before I Wake uh, with okay. Jacob Tremblay, uh, Thomas Jane. Uh, Kate. It was in theaters? No, no, no. I, I mean, it could have okay. been when it came out. I'm not really sure. It's from a while ago. It's from, oh, okay, okay. It's from like three, four years ago, I think. Okay. Uh, and it was it was pretty a pretty good horror movie to be honest. Yeah, okay. the concept is was pretty cool. Uh, I don't want to spoil it, but the kids, um, I'll just say dreams come true. Mm-hmm. But like everything he dreams about could come true. Hmm. Uh, okay. And like it comes to life. Uh, and uh-huh. they they kind of. It, it was a unique twist on that kind of like plot line yeah uh and it had some good some good scares so i enjoyed it okay it's on netflix yeah okay okay where is thomas jane at? i haven't seen I, him in dude, a while dude that was my first question when i turned on the movie <laughs> No, he was in no, the. Uh, he that's that's actually another movie I'm planning on watching. The uh, what was it? Nineteen twenty two. Yeah, where, that's old though, right? Where on he's Netflix like, too? I mean, it came out like a year ago. Okay. Uh, but it was a Netflix original. It's like a Stephen yeah. King adaptation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember seeing that. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's like a farmer of some kind. Uh, I definitely want to check that out at some point too. Hmm. Okay. Whatever happened to that Antlers movie? Did that come out? Did uh, I miss it? Or did they... I, I maybe COVID it, it stopped it. Maybe COVID stopped it. Oh, yeah, by the way, COVID, the whole, like, movies are coming, getting back to coming out is dead. Because Regal closed down, like, everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, and they're kind of like the premier uh, cinema company, I guess. Yeah, but but it's it's because Tenet like ten Tenet wasn't a disappointment, but it didn't really make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Uh, and every other movie that's you know has a lot riding on it has just pushed itself back. Yeah, I mean everything, even even movies that were coming out in the winter are getting pushed back. Yeah, like uh, Black Widow is getting pushed. Yeah. I mean, we saw they just pushed uh, Batman a whole year. Yeah. Yep. So, we'll see. <sighs> yeah. Uh, hopefully, we got out of this, man. and I hope we get back to normal at some point. I really do. Yeah. It's just uh, the, the originals, the Disney originals are going to have to keep us uh, on hold for a while. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but like, because because so many people are being so stupid about this virus, mm-hmm. a lot of the stuff that's still coming out, it was like filmed prior to this whole situation. 
Yeah. We're going to get to a point in a couple months where there's not there's no more stuff that was filmed prior. Yeah. And then yeah. like is is there really going to be a huge drop off of stuff coming out or are they still going to find a way to make you know movies and shows? That's going to be the interesting or the concerning thing to look out for. Absolutely. But this is a great time to go back to stuff. Yeah, it is. It is. Especially, you know, most people aren't working as much. Yeah. Um, so you do have a little more time, family, you know, you got something. Everybody should have some way to really clock in on some of the classics. Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, anything else for the day? No, we'll be back uh, officially going into the NBA offseason. Yep. Probably right into the draft uh, predictions and draft kind of info. Yeah, yep. And we'll be able to cover a little more football now. Well, <laughs> we're really, really ruling uh, Miami out of this, huh? <laughs> I mean, I, I, I think it's going six. Yeah. Okay. And game six will be interesting, you know, if Miami does get to that point because the Lakers don't do too well, like, kind of under pressure to me. I agree. Uh, and they, they haven't been challenged as far as, like, series scores being very even. Right. Uh, so I think if Miami could take game five, a lot of pressure is going to be on the Lakers. Yeah, I agree. All right. Um, until next time, uh, here's a little throwback, uh, little Kim. This is a uh, crush on you. On this. Little Caesar. The bitch, please. Uh, uh. Yo, I be buying bees, so all my girls be eyeing C's. Coming backstage, dying to get please. You got me, I rock the Versace and linen. Why you spot and grinning with a bunch of foxy women? Why you speedball with cars? That's the valley. I get clothes custom made for my stylist. Cruise in my Lexus land with no malice. Why you walk the street until your feet get callous? Take you on the natural high like a pallet. It be all good, toss your clothes like a salad. When it's all over, put your vote in my ballot. This my diner. I'm Mel and you're Alice. Spend the night in Little Two C's Palace. It be all good as long as you don't act childish. While you standing there with the crisp in your cup. And worse come to worse, keep this on the hush. Uh. I know you see me on Crazy bass, keep my lady lace. Don't be fooled by the baby face. I hope you're not, cause your thighs got me hot. Only one plan, that's to rise to the top. I told you before when I first pursued, I wanna interlude in the nude. Orientation like food when we get in the mood. Listen, girlfriend, we don't mean to be rude, but anything.
think I touch comes straight to the rear. I take chicken heads right the playmate of the year. Cause when I first met her, she had the legs in the temper. Game real good, sex was even better. I got it for the cheddar once I hit it in the snack. Cause I'm C's, aka long dick from the back, huh? I know Once you go get a bag of the lethal I'll be right here just chilling with your people You know Julia Mafia was just a preview I know I had you open so I'ma leave you Especially when I know your man is feeble It's these days you never own, you know how we do My game is tight, we do the same every night How smooth is the words that come from Frank White You messing with city kings with glissy wings That's gonna show you good times pretty thing Cause you were spotted in the club looking exotic Find somebody, short, dark, and chocolate. You got it? Any plans to take, yo, we stop it. Junior Mafia, yeah, we all about a profit. I'm the right dude to get you in a nice mood. Floss and rocks the size of ice cubes, huh? I know you see me on the video. I know you heard me on the radio. But you still don't pay me no attention. Listening to what your girlfriend's mentioned. He's a slut, he's a hoe, he's a freak. Got a different girl every day of the week. It's cool, I'm not trying to put a rush on you I had to let you know that I got a crush on you I know you see me on the video True I know you heard me on the radio True But you still don't pay me no attention Listening to what your girlfriend's mentioned He's a slut, he's a hoe, he's a freak Got a different girl every day of the week It's cool, I'm not trying to put a rush on you I had to let you know that I got a crush on you I know you see me on the video I know you heard me on the radio But you still don't pay me no attention Listening to what your girlfriend's mentioned He's a slut, he's a hoe, he's a freak Got a different girl every day of the week It's cool, I'm not trying to put a rush on you I had to let you know that I got a crush on you 